Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Are you a member of any clubs? Yeah, yeah. Fat club. I've been in fat club quite a bit. <laughs> Many a time. <laughs> I've been captain of quite a few fat clubs. Well, what about joining a beer club? Interested. Yeah. yeah. Got my, my ears, your ears. My ears have just pricked up. Well, Beer 52 is the world's most popular monthly craft beer discovery club. Right. And yeah. Be, and because you listen to Under the Cost, you get special membership. All you've got to do is go to www.beer52.com slash kosh and you get a special deal. Go on then, what's the special deal? Well, eight incredible craft beers in a case, usually £24. Not if you join the club with Under the Kosh. First case, all you've got to do is pay the postage. Otherwise, absolutely free. What's the postage? Get it, does it come to your door, yeah? Comes to your door, knock at your door, there's your beers. Oh, fantastic. Unbelievable. Postage, £2.95. Value. Well, 37 pence a bottle. Is that what it is? Good maths. I don't think you can complain that, can you? Eight lovely beers for £2.95. And they are lovely. So the, hopped, t- the hopped a pod, John. Yeah? Delicious. I'm waiting on mine getting delivered, to be honest. Absolutely delicious. So let's just break this down then. So you go on the website, join up, pay £2.95, sit at home, twiddling your thumbs. Who's that at door? What's that? <laughs> oh, delivery man's here. Open your door. Bloody hell, eight craft beers. Let's go. Fancy <laughs> seeing you. Yeah. Hey. Next minute, you're sat in front of telly, feet up, and you've got eight delicious continental beers to get through. Right. There's no minimum commitment. So you're not signing up for a, a year? No, so you if can you, leave if at you, any point you like. So if you get it, you don't like Good. it, fair enough, but I can't see people not liking it. You say it's lovely, don't you? Lovely. Christmas coming up, everybody coming round, aren't they? Show your beers out. What do you like, Jeff? Oh, I like a hoppy number. Well, I've got just a beer for you. Say no more, Jeff. Hop to pot on its way, Jeff. That's the sound of a cat. Oh, right, yeah. I thought somebody just crashed a car outside. <laughs> so get yourself down to www.beer52.com slash kosh and have a nice fresh box of craft ales on your doorstep before you can say, don't worry, Jeff, Sandra's driving. Have another IPA.
And don't be thinking you get the same beers with every delivery either, oh no. Every month focuses on a new country or theme, and listeners who sign up now will discover the fantastic beers of part of the Balklands range. How about that? Featuring amazing beers from up-and-coming breweries in Croatia, Serbia, Slovenia and Bulgaria. Unbelievable. And if you're not just happy drinking the beer, you can read all about them as well in a 100-page magazine that comes with every box. Right. Go on then, Jeff. Get them dry roasted out. Let's go wild. Harry Redknapp at St. Farmers. Oh, Harry. No, I, I, I didn't get on with Harry. Did you not? No, I thought he was... It was I mean, everyone's got their opinions on Harry. Me, I'd, he, to be personally with me, he just... Everything, he, you couldn't believe anything he said, as far as I'm concerned. He was, Surprising that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he was... He, I mean, I'll give you an example, Harry. Um, when he first came in... Um, I mean, I look at Harry Redknapp as a fucking champ manager, manager. You know, we, we cheat that you got millions of pounds and you can just spend money and buy a right with team. a checkbook. Because he never, for me, he never took training. We're Strachan or Holloway would try and build a team and improve yeah. you. He would just buy fucking players. And as, as much as everyone goes on about him, I, I just, you know, I, I had my own personal experience with Harry and I can only tell you what I, you know, how he treated me. And I, and I, and I you know, he pulled me in one day when he first come. And he went, look, um, I've, I've liked you as a player for the last couple of years. Uh, I will on bench, you'll get your chance. And I was like, fucking brilliant. You know, fine. Uh, that's, that's, all, that's all you can ask for, yeah. Who was, sorry, Brett, who was there at this point of the strikers? Uh, uh, we had Beats. Uh, Beats had just left for Everton. Crouch here, Peter Crouch, uh, Kev Phillips, um, Joe Tessum. Uh, we had quite, um, I think Marion was still there, Marion Pahals, who were a great player, but just had a lot of injuries. Marion, fucking what a player he were, though. And he, he, he pulled me before the game before Charlton on the bench. Look, just keep going. And I was like, brilliant. So we later we play Liverpool at home. I didn't get on. So if you didn't get on, you do a bit of running after the game. And I remember going in and deadline day approach. And I remember going in dressing room. And um, and we had telly on. And Jeff Shreves has gone there. Jeff Sterling, sorry, has gone there. Oh, um, Tottenham, um, Southampton have agreed a deal for Nottingham Forest for Andy Reid. Uh, some money and two players. So I went, well, who the fuck? I wonder who that is. At the time, Forest was struggling. They were like bottom of championship. And I've gone, look, lads, well, I wonder who that is. He must have agreed it. So me, not thinking, it gets in the shower. I'm driving home. My mum rings me. Are you all right? Are you signing for Nottingham Forest? And I went, no. Well, it, it's just come on thingy that you are. You're going, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm not. You know, and I got home and I went on website of Forest. And it's, yeah, um, it's agreed with Brett Ormrod and Darren Kent. And they're coming down for Monday for talks. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I went in Monday. I've gone into, into, into uh, his, his office, he's got his feet on his office, and going, yeah, yeah, and he's gone. And fuck, I know what you're going to say, Brett, it was a chairman who put you in deal, it weren't me, but it's Glenn Oddley wants you to go Wolves. And I know, he's put me on the phone, I like, <laughs> swear, honestly, and I'm like, hello, and he's like, Brett, it's Glenn Oddley, yeah, why don't you come to Wolves? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. You're <laughs> talking about diffusing honestly, the situation. Honestly, I was like, <laughs> chugged your Glenn Oddley like, in your face. Like, he's just fucking at me. <laughs> so he's like, oh, he's come up on loan, and... And what it were, and, and I've been to Leeds beforehand, and Leeds, we'd had a bad time at Leeds. It hadn't gone well for me, it's the penalty on my debut. Never meet a fucking Yorkshire, you don't remind me like, but you know, <laughs> I'd split my head on and had five games, never scored, didn't go well. I mean, Leeds were like, that, that when I joined, they were literally losing training. Yeah. Before Ken Bates come in, everything were going tits up, and you know, the, my daughter was only a baby then, my missus would come up and they were kicking us out of hotels because they didn't pay a bill and shit like that, you know. Yeah. It, it, it was like that. My missus was like, we're not going on loan anywhere. 
you know, so I'm like that to Glen Ellen, I'm like, look, I'll, I'll fucking put me on a permanent, I'll, I'll fucking walk up, you know, I said, but I'm not, I'm not doing a loan, I know my missus won't fucking do a loan, um, you know, and I'm explaining, he's like, well, leave it with me, I'll try and get it on, and what it were at the time, Bellamy had fell out with Graham Sumas at Newcastle, and he was going to Celtic, and Mo Kamara was at Celtic on loan from Wolves, he was coming to Southampton, but Wolves would only do it if I went the opposite way, I was like, so, the chairman's onto my age, oh, fuck, you gotta get your ball to walls, get your ball to walls, and I'm like, hey, I'll fucking go walls, just make sure it's a permanent, because I ain't fucking going alone again. I'm not doing that, you know. If you don't want me, don't fucking want me, sell yeah. me, fine. And if any of them ever go, look, I don't want you, we'll move on. That's fucking football, you know. We're big, you, you know, we're big boys. Honestly, again, oh, we've, we've, we've mentioned this. Yeah. The thing is, Ben, yeah, as you know, and, and if I were a manager now, I'd just be straight with people because at the end of the day, we're fucking men. And if you, like with Alan Irving, I've never fell out with Alan Irving. He didn't fancy me as a player. That's fucking life, you know. I moved on. That's why I went. If, and like you said, like you know, some managers fucking your face fits, some they don't. And I'd rather them just be honest. And if you say, well, if I can help you get a move, I'll help you get a move. Fine. Yeah. But he never said that. He never once said that to me. So he's, he's still saying you're in my plans, be patient. Exactly, yeah. Bollocks. And all that. And uh, and so it virtually where the chairman, as far as I know, tried to, I still don't know the ins and outs of it fully, but tried to force me to go to Wolves on loan and I just went, fuck it, I'm not. So they had to pay money for it. So then I ended up training with fucking kids in that. So you know, well, I ended up, well, I ended up going Wigan on a, a loan uh, uh, thingy. Were they in the Prem then? No, uh, I, I got, I helped get a promotion. I got I them. Got them. <laughs> I got them. Did, 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 did we get them? I, I got them. I missed out. I missed out. I got He's had three pints of Guinness. It's all coming out. The real Brit home run. If any, if any Wigan fans would like to sorry, send sorry. any fan, fan mail to the man I, that I got played, you to the Premier League. I played a very small part in Wigan getting there. <laughs> a very small part. But, you know, I went up there and I enjoyed it. I, and I was gonna, I, I nearly signed for Wigan before I'd gone to Southampton. But they wouldn't sell me to Wigan at the time because they were in our league with Blackpool. So, and Paul Jewell's like, yeah, I want you to stay here permanent and all that. So, um, I ended up playing at Wigan. Wigan ends up getting promoted. Southampton ended up getting relegated. Well, Beats had gone to Everton. Crouch, he had a, went to Liverpool and Ken Phillips had a fucking relegation thing. He ended up walking out to Villa. So Harry basically fucked my move up because he'd no strikers left that summer. So I ended up, I had still had a year on my deal left. So I ended up staying there and I didn't really want to. Um, I wanted to go Wigan. I loved it at Wigan. You know, great, really good lads and everything. So I ended up missing out on Wigan. Uh, and then he more or less brought Ricardo Fuller in and, and people like that. And then, so I ended up losing out, you know, and then I became very resentful towards him because, you know, he just, everything he told me were a fucking just pack bullshit. of lies. Yeah, everything he told me. And he, he never, ever, and, and then I remember playing with Preston against Portsmouth think, Cup. And he got Brett, he used to like that. And he could never look at you in the eyes. He was always looking down like that. And, I remember, yeah, and he came and he put his arm around me and I fucked him off. Because I was still fuming at him. Yeah. I'm like, that's not me. That's not the kind of person I am. If you don't fucking want me, tell me. I'm a big boy and I can take it. Tell me you know, what you want to hear. Well, I don't... Just, he won't even tell me what I want to hear. He's just bullshitting me. I mean, I, I've, been, I've been told that in my life before. Every fucking player has probably gone through a point where they've been told they're not wanted. Mm. And, but that's the game you're in and you get on with it. But I, and I, I was one of them and Brian, he'll tell you, he's known me a long time. I'm, I'm fucking... I've been a, I'm a straight person. I like to think I'm a straight person anyway. And... And he, whatever he told me was always seemed to be a pack of lies. And he, he just, he, I've never resented a manager as much as him. Yeah. And yet he's the one who's got all the fucking hype and he's, you know, and this and that. And, and he's held me, in high regard, isn't yeah, he? From the he's all, Everybody loves him. You know, him. Rio Ferdinand, all top players, Harry, we're fucking man management, we're brilliant and all that. Do you think he was at his favourites though? 
Well, I, I would think any manager has their favourites, but just be honest about it. And, and all, all you can be in football, it's, it is what it is. And, uh, and my experience with, with Red Knight was always fucking lies and horror. And so I, I, I have no time of day, you know. I've... And there's, there's no worse as a player I've had it, where the manager's telling you something like that, like just be patient, this and that. And then yep. you get a phone call from an agent that's not even your agent saying, oh, we've heard that they're trying to get you out. Yeah. You know, so imagine going into training the next day thinking, manager's going behind my back yeah. trying to get you out the club and he's saying to you, just be patient, you know, your chance will come and all yeah. this bollocks. Well, that, that was basically, he never once, different angles he never once said yeah. to me, we don't want you. We don't want you. And he, he did it once when, uh, uh, before I signed for Preston on a permanent and he, he pulled me. Preston want you to go on loan and be a good deal for you and all this. And I went, I ain't going on loan. Uh, Preston want to go on loan and Billy Davis would run me and I said, look, I'm, in January, I have six months left. If you want to sign me, fucking sign me, I'll, I'll come. I said, but I ain't going on loan. I'm telling you now, I'm not doing that again. And what it was, I went to him because we were playing Leicester away and he went, uh, I went, yeah, yeah, I'll think about it. I went, give me weekend off. So he gave me weekend off. So I just went on piss. But <laughs> fuck it, I'm going piss. So I went, I went, I went on lash and with no intentions of going. And then one of my mates rung me and he went, he's, he's on phone, I can hear him, he's on phone now and he's, he's on about doing a swap deal with you and Dixon the two and that. And he said, yeah, yeah, Brett's agreed to it and all that. So I went in Monday and he went, you go going? I went, no. And he went, why not? I said, because you fucking fucked me around all the time. And at the time, the club was in turmoil. The club was split three ways with the chairman, with Area, and, um, and Dennis Wise. It was a shambles. The, I didn't every, even know Dennis Wise was at Southampton. Yeah, he, he, he brought him in. Well, we, had a, we had a fucking great meeting, right? We, we, unbelievable meeting, I can tell this now. <laughs> Honestly, never that. You couldn't fucking make it up. So we had Clive Woodward coming. So Clive Woodward's coming in and all that. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah. after he'd so we had this. We were on about training four times a day, building this fucking tent with fucking beds in and all that you can sleep <laughs> in, and breakfast club and all this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm, I'm by the my head's gone, I'm ready to go. I remember I'm going home one weekend, Clive Woodward, he showed us all these plans and he cut things out of fucking Argos things. And put him in, and so I'm going home, he rung me up and he went, well, what do you think, Brett? And I'm like, I'm calling him Sir Clive, like fucking Sir Clive Sinclair. Well, Sir Clive, I couldn't give a fuck, to be honest. <laughs> I said, no disrespect, but I, I'm, I don't even plan on being here in January, so I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> Sir Clive Sinclair. <laughs> so, and he, don't get me wrong, you were a lovely blow. It was a lovely blow. But we, we played Leeds, right? And uh, we, we played Leeds on, um, and, and it was a chairman being naughty here. And, and, and what he'd done, he fell out with Harry the chairman pre-season. So Harry, uh, in the pre-season, Harry said, anyone talks to the chairman behind my back, you're finished. And he had Dave Bassett in and all that, and he brought Dennis Wise. And, and, but Harry had his number two, Kevin Bond. And fucking Wise, he hated Bond. He didn't really get on. And uh, so anyway, we, so we, we sat in, uh, we, we played Leeds, and we're 3-0 up at half-time, and we're flying. And we, we second half, we play, and, and we end up fucking, we get beat 4-3, don't we? Uh, we get to him Monday morning. Chairman uh, Gaffer wants a meeting. So everyone's in there. The coaches, everything. So I'm sat there with a brew with Matt Oakley. Me and Matt, oh, fucking wonder what this is about. So there he goes on. He's on a ramp. Fucking, I told you lot. Anyone's gone to the chairman behind my back, you're finished. And fucking, why has he just perked up from nowhere and gone, I hope you don't mean me, Harry. Well, actually, Dennis, yes, I fucking do. And we're like, it's like a fucking ping pong. Well, ooh, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> you know, so I'm stuck with like brew. Um, Clive Woodward sat in corner. So he's going, I told you, uh, Dennis, um, he had fucking gone to the chairman after the game. What the chairman had done, he rung Wisey after the game and gone, well, what would you have done, Dennis? How would you have changed it? So Wisey must have told him. So he's gone to Harry then and gone, fucking, 
why is he taught you, you shouldn't have done it like this you should have done it oh. like this so it's fucking so Eddie's gone fucking yeah and so why is he still fuck that and he's gone and why is he's gone fucking yeah he's get it right yeah uh, he's fucking wrong me anyway, anyway if we're gonna put a card on the table why don't you tell that dick what you think about him and point to the cloud one with oh you always say he's just spying for it fucking chairman anyway <laughs> Everybody's going under. Honestly, it's like, what the fuck's going on here? So, and so, why is he's gone? Well, I'll tell you what, get the fucking chairman down. You've never seen a backtrack of any. Well, uh, no, no, we don't need to do that. But I, I mean, I call him a <laughs> Donna Bond. And Bonnie's going, yeah, you call him a <laughs> gaffer, yeah, and all that. Like, well, you're going to fucking say anything to him, aren't you? You're a dick as well. Honestly, <laughs> kicked off this fucking thing, and it was like. We come out of there, and me and I'm like, what the fuck has just happened there? You couldn't make it up. You could not make that up. And we come out, and it was like, it was the best meeting I've ever been in in my life. It was fucking <laughs> mad. Absolute madness. When you left that meeting, were they all left? You know, wood, wood. Honestly, it was, like, it was like, you know when you've been Harry. fucking that tango out there, and you're like, like <laughs> everyone was just walking out like that, going, has that just fucking happened? So why did he get the players in, if he knew... Well, I don't know, because well, week before we'd been beat off Norwich, right? And, and they got Clive Woodward. Clive Woodward, like the, the the chairman was pushing for Clive Woodward to be an inter because he'd been rugby. Did Harry like, not want him there? No, Harry didn't want him there. Yeah. And uh, and but the chairman wanted him there, and because he fell out with Harry, pre, you know, he wouldn't give Harry the money in uh, championship and all that. So they fell out, and they were having words pre-season in, in papers, picking paper. Fucking hell, he's get on again. So it, it was like split between the club was sort of split between it was foot it was a, it was a horrible environment to be in as a player, even to be anywhere in like near playoffs like we were, was a fucking achievement because the club was just fucking in turmoil mm. and it was a shame because on the strike it had been such well run and the chairman had never been involved but he was getting involved because he obviously brought out he couldn't sack him because he couldn't afford to fucking sack him and he weren't going to walk so he was pushing and and the papers had got Eric, uh, Clive was taking his fucking game. And he got like push up and like squeeze, like phrases wrote on his hand and papers have caught it. So he's it thinking he's like push up, squeeze, and it was like that that naive. Just, like dog and duck. So, so we got beat off Norwich. So we're having a meeting. So and Harry Gaffey's not in there. Clive Woodward's in there and he's got one of them fucking laser pens. So and it's like on Vern, he's going, right, stop freeze frame. Like, you know, one of them. And he's gone to my talk. Um, could you not do one of what's them turns you call? And he's like, what? <laughs> could you not do one of them? And I'm like, Cryf? Yes, yes, that's it, Cryf. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, Oxley, why don't you do a fucking Cruyff turn out? Yeah, you wouldn't have lost it there. Oxley's not going to be giving me fucking evil. What a role play. What a role play. Yeah, go on, Sir Clive. <laughs> come on, Sir Clive. Honestly, it was fucking... It sounds painful. Honestly, it was. That's the only word. It was fucking painful. I'd have felt you know, sorry for him. Oxley's got like 350 fucking Premier League appearances under his belt and he's going, why, why, why couldn't you not have done one of them? Well, yeah. Cruyff, uh, Sir Clive, yeah. Fucking... Because, you know, at the time, when you Cruyff out of that... Oh, Oxy's <laughs> looking at me going around. What? What? <laughs> at the time, I just thought all this Sir Clive Woodward stuff was just a publicity, publicity no, it, stuff. It, he'd been at paper and gone, I think football should be training four times a day and all that. I asked Sir Alex Ferguson and he said no because there'd be too many injuries, but I disagree. Give me 15 years and I'll get Southampton in the top four, you know, or something like, you know, and all that. So Harry's going, well, you know, the chairman's told me, but if you don't go to Preston, you've got to go to his fucking four, his training sessions four times a day. I went, do you really think you're going to fucking get me there? I said, at the moment, I'm struggling to turn up for fucking yours. Never mind it's, you know, and he just went, yeah, whatever. Because my fucking head so you, just and gone. And full on fucking yeah, fall out. Yeah, I'd just, I'd, I'd just gone with him. I just like, and then we were playing Burnley on the on the Saturday. He'd done the team talk. So Friday morning, I, I come into uh, training ground and 
It's fucking Sky Sports, everything out. So they open the gates, I'm driving through, fucking. So I goes in, um, what's, what's going on? Like, you know, um, I don't know, fucking press. Redknapp's car is down at manager's spot. Anyway, um, it gets to like half ten, lads are on fucking training ground, booting balls around. So uh, Kitman Woggy's walking down, and I'm going, fucking hell, Woggy, what's going on? He went, Gaffer's come in this morning. He said, but he's jumped in boot of Kevin Bond's car. Kevin Bond's drove back out. So that, but then Kevin Bond's come back in. So not, so Dennis Rolfe, who mani- uh, one of coaches on this track and gets out all the lads together. Kevin Bond's behind us. So he's gone, look lads, the manager's been in, in and he's gone. This is when he went back to Portsmouth. Uh, we don't know what's happening. He said, I think he, you know, he's been in, he's gone out. He said, all we can do is concentrate on the game at home to Burnley tomorrow. And Bondy went, well, yeah, I know what's going on. Everyone's gone, it's like Neil McCann, Scotty. Like, you're fucking enlighteners then, Bondy. Anyway, can't tell you anything, lads. All I can say is that uh, managers come and go and everyone's in it for the sell. I went, all right, well, <laughs> you know, I'm, honestly, and that's what he said in that day after he'd gone. So he, he actually got in the boot of his car? Yeah, and fucking drove out. So nobody what? could see him? Yeah. Right. Honestly, you, you, you couldn't make it up. I had, I had a year with him and I could write a fucking book on it. It was just chaos. It was chaos. It was, the whole club was chaos. From what it had been so well run on the Strachan, for them years and we'd done so well it was a fucking shambles it was an absolute <laughs> the car. And I good job you weren't, you weren't in your post well, I just might, had no fucking no, chance I know. well my, my head had gone I just you know you just, you're just not liking football you're not like going into training anymore you didn't like and you should do and football's a fucking privilege as you know and you're getting paid you know money for doing your fucking hobby it's not a job and I hated it to a yeah. point where it fucking, I just had enough. My was that the general off. consensus with all the other players? Yeah, or was it, it you just know, you, you lads, weren't getting in the team? You know, we, we had, I didn't even want to fucking play. The, yeah. the, the, the fucking environment had become toxic, you know, and it, it wasn't the lads. The lads, it was the fucking, the, the, the balance of power between, you know, it seemed to be like uh, Dennis, like, why is he, and, and the lads are probably sad with why is he, because why is he, you know, he was, was he and, right? and Dave, yeah, he was, I, you know, people called, I always got on with why he was always fucking brilliant with me, and I'm always one of them, you take people as you see him, and I always got really, on with him really well, and him and sort of Dave Bassett, there were Kevin Bond and, and um, Gaffer, then that, and then there was sort of like, uh, the chairman and this Simon Fuller and Clive Woodward, and it was, it was, I've never been in, an, it was just a horrible, horrible place to be at that time, and they were all sort of, you know, fucking, and this, yeah. And, yeah, and it was like, what's the fucking point? And, you know, and they're always in papers and, and, and just slagging each other off. And Southampton Football Club was only in the papers for shit reasons, you know. And then George Burley came in, and by then he came in and he's gone, Well, you know, we might offer you. And I just went, Look, if I get a club, will you let me go? And he went, Right. And I went, Good, because Preston have come in, I've got a three and a half year deal, will you let me? And he was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, and I went, You fucking promised. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to him, he did. Um, but I couldn't get away quick enough. I would just fucking... My you just wanted up. to be out there. Yeah, I just wanted, I just wanted to be in a, just a normal environment again. And yeah. it wasn't. And it, and it took Southampton. He obviously went down again. It took him a long time to, build to, it all back yeah, to get yeah. back up. And there were too many... Co- like, I, I remember we played Ipswich. And we had this Polish winger, I forgot his name. And he played me in. And I could have played him back in. And I took fucking defender off shot. And fucking keeper saved it. And he hit the post and went out. And we come in at our time. And Bondy's come up to me and he's gone, uh, yeah, you should have played him back in. I said, yeah, I could have done Bondy. I said, but fuck it, you know, keeper's perfect, keeper's done a good save. Yeah, but you should have played him back in. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, I didn't. 
And the fucking keeper saved it, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you should have played him back in. I went, oh, what? Even if I'd have scored? He went, yeah, even if you scored, I said you should play him back in. I went, are you fucking, so I'm up there. Are you fucking telling me, you're right, we're 1 0 up at our time. You you would have turned around to me and said you, you should have fucking played him in. He went, yeah, I went, fuck off, Bond, you prick. No, I'm like, really? You're telling me, Bond? You know. But that's, you know, but that's. <laughs> Is this the first time you've spoken about this? You see, this is, this isn't, you like. this this is isn't a podcast, this is therapy. <laughs> You've got more out of me than we shrink it in eight two months. So, um, so you didn't like how you're then? No, look, everyone makes their own mind up, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm being absolutely honest, that is my experience with Eric, and my experience wasn't good. So I didn't feel like when he came to Portsmouth that time trying to put his arm around me, that I should, you know, because I'm not that kind of person, I'm on fucking Northern land, you get what you see, and when someone fucking treats you like that, and then tries to be your best mate, I went, fuck off. And yeah, what's he thinking? He must have known that. How did he really? He went, Brady, Brady. And Kenny went, he's talking to him. I couldn't give a fuck. I'm just staring, like we were warming up. And he's like, Brady, like that. And he's kind of going, he's fucking. I went, don't fucking acknowledge him. Fuck him. No, that's, you, that was my, you know. What did he do after you gave him the. Did he just. No, he just left me. I don't, well, I have seen him since. I'd tell a lie. When, we, when I scored my goal, it just happened to be against Tottenham and he were manager. So it was a bit of fucking. Ooh, did you give him a bit? Um, I don't know. I, yeah. You know what? I never spoke to him. I never. Uh, I haven't seen him since. Did you not pull out the front foot for that um, one? No, but I'll tell you what I did do. And I had to fuck it. I had to delete it. Because, um, <laughs> do you know when all that shit was going on with his betting and all that? And there's rumours in football and all that. And I'm, you know, you know, you got to be careful what you say. But, um, and he was on this betting account, didn't he? He had a like, load of money off from, we, under his dog name, Rosie, didn't he? And all that. And he was, and he went from, like, going to prison to being fucking favourite to be England manager, didn't he? So I, and I'd just gone on Twitter then, so I, t- I tweeted, fucking hell, a dog named Rosie just walked into Willie Mill and put 100 grand on Rednap being next England manager. <laughs> <laughs> and the people started retweeting it. <laughs> as soon as I put it, I thought, oh, fuck. So I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought this could get me into trouble. <laughs> Is that what it was, Ben? Well, I don't know, but he was like, he was all about backhanders and that, yeah. wasn't he? But, uh, and all that shit, which... Look, I can't fucking know for obvious he, reasons. He was next on my list after you. Oh, mate. Frank Cole. Fuck Harry. it. You know, well, <laughs> give him a ring. Ask him his version. I can only tell you mine, but honestly, like, this fucking tweet, and I'm going, ooh, ooh I better delete this. <laughs> then Preston, free transfer. Yeah. So had you let it run out of your contract, or was it... No, I had six months to leave, uh, to run. And um, to be fair... I was still on, I was one of them as well um, at Southampton, the, the chairman was sort of, the year we went down was, oh well we've got everyone on 50% wage cuts if we go down, and I was like, I remember reading it in paper on thing, chairman, Rupert Law, well if you go down we're all set, you know, we've, I run my missus and went, get my contract out, I, went, I didn't see fucking 50% and, uh, and I didn't have it, I didn't have 50% in my contract, so I think that's one of the reasons he tried to get rid of me the season after, because I was still on my money, um, the money I was on in Premier League. So obviously when Preston, when I had to walk away from quite a bit of money, um, but by then my head had were up my ass. And so you wanted you to get that much? I, I wanted to, were, yeah, I walked away from quite a lot of money. Um, do you regret was, that? No, because I, I signed for, for Preston in uh, in the January and I broke my leg in six places in the playoffs, second leg at Leeds. Now, had I done that at Southampton, I was out of contract. Yeah. I'd have been knackered, you know. Mm. And And to be honest... It wasn't about the money um, at that, um, that time. I mean, it's always, you know, it was quite, it was quite, a, hell, it makes me cry now thinking about it, what it were. But I, I just had enough. I just, I, I was so, I can't, you know, so frustrated, so with everything that had gone on. I was so disillusioned with, with everything. Um, 
It shows how bad it must be when you're willing to walk away from. It was. It was. A lot it of was money a quite a lot of money. To yeah, I mean, I took more than a fifty percent pay cut to go to Preston anyway. But and what you, you would know, have lost. yeah, and but if you're out of contract, you get paid an extra month, don't yeah. you, and all that and stuff, and and it was it was quite a lot of money. Um, but I just wanted to play, and I scored on my debut as well against Crystal Palace. You scored at most places on your debut. Yeah, there's only Leeds. Leeds. Leeds at, what right. happened? What happened at Leeds? Well, do you know? Do you know what? Right? I went there. I went on loan, and I'd been injured, so I weren't playing. Steve Wiggler was managing, and he didn't really. So I went on loan to Leeds, and honestly, I don't know. I'd never had a. And, First I heard of it, this report was going, oh, you've always scored on your debut, haven't you? Every, every club. And I went, have I? <laughs> and they made a really big thing about it. Kiss of death. Yeah, absolute kiss <laughs> of death. So obviously we're playing Sunderland on my debut. I was playing. You played? I've just, just come into it. Yeah, that's pretty fucking... Who's this scrub? Yeah, Steve, <laughs> Stevie Caldwell, first five minutes, and butting me back at fucking <laughs> no, head. So split, we split her head home, didn't we? So it goes off, comes on, right? Split me fucking boots, didn't have a spare pair. And then... We get us a penalty and Jammer's taking it. He's like, do you want it? Yeah, I'll have to take it. We're fucking pooing with Nets, really yeah. big poo. And he saved it. And I've never met a Leeds fan who hasn't fucking reminded me. You know, I had five games that I set a few goals up, but I never scored. And then I end up getting called. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Back and, and it, it, I suppose... And I made this up in my head. I made me feel better because I watched the Damn United and I thought, me and fucking Cluffy's got something in common. You know? <laughs> Don't remind Damn United. The only club where I went, where it never really... Apart from Oldham, I went Oldham, but I fractured my foot and they, they didn't pick it up on X-ray. So I played two games with a fractured foot. So it got, you know, but apart from... It was, Leeds was the only club I went where it never really worked out for yeah. me. And then I went to Preston, scored straight away on my debut. 13 minutes. Preston, there yeah. you are. We'll Topo, past him, he used to wear jammers. What would keep him? Carali, Carali. He was used to jam the bottoms, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he did, didn't he? He used to wear them fucking jam Beanos. Beanos or Teenage Mutant and Turtles. <laughs> Depends which ones were it washed. What did it look like, Jackies? Did it look like jam the bottoms? were horrible. I used to think, what are you wearing jammers for? You know. <laughs> anyway, we're like, pick that one out. So. But Preston was, and it, it, you know, they were great lads. And we should have gone up that year. And, we, and the irony is we played Leeds in the, uh, in the playoffs and we, we'd drawn one all at their place. And we were up five minutes into Deepdale and I got in a tackle and Jonathan Douglas slid, I think. I've, still, I've got a picture where my legs virtually bent up that way and it just shattered my bones. And uh, we used to have a, a doc, you know, um, Jonathan Tobin, we used to call him Shipman, yeah. didn't we? Ship- Shipman. You just called him Shipman. Shipman. As in Errol Shipman. Why is he called Another Shipman? story, I got knocked out. I scored a goal against Wolves, got knocked out, woke up in the infirmary and all I'm shouting, Shipman, where's Shipman? <laughs> and he's going, Brett, shut up, you can't say that, it's taboo in hospitals. And I'm going, fucking, I'm half like, concussed. Shipman, where is he? <laughs> why did you call him Shipman? I don't know, he just, just, just a great doc. Yeah, he was brilliant. He was superb, but his nickname was Shipman. Right, you know, so he doesn't feel you with confidence. So... So we get to see the physio room and, he, and Shipman's on me foot and he's like, you're right, you're right, it's not broke. And I'm going, yeah, it is. And he, no, it isn't. I'm like, yeah, it is. So I'm fucking, all right, it's not broke, not broke. So I'm going to do that more, I think. Give me that more, I think. Yeah, it's not broke. So he goes at fucking hospital, broke in six places, ripped my ankle ligaments, it was a right mess. So months later, I fucking see him. I'm like, 
You told me it weren't fucking blow. Well, what do you want me to say? Yeah, I weren't going to tell you. I knew it was fucking blow, but you know, you'd have only gone depressed. I went, well, what's fucking you know about? You know, like, no, no, it ain't depressed. Just depressed. do your job for it 20 it's, minutes. It ain't blow. He's like, I'm telling you now, bro, it's not blow. You know, yeah, it's six places. But it, it was the only time, it was the only time in my career. Soft in the ball. I, I had the operation and uh, they struggled to, it was the guy who'd done Michael Owen. He, was, he saved my career, really. And I remember seeing X-Ray for the first time, me and my missus, and we went and it was like a fucking McConnell set. I had screws and plates and I looked around and thought, I'm fucked. I thought, I ain't getting back from this. Um, How long were you contract, Preston? Three and a half years. Right. So I had three years left, but it was like, um, and we missed that and we should have gone up that year. We ended up getting beat off Leeds, they won 2 0 mm. that night. And it, um, so it was a double blow. I just remember Nurse coming in going, Oh, Leeds have scored. And then we're like, Oh, Leeds have scored again. And uh, so I had to, uh, I didn't have the operation for about three days later. And then, like, you know, I'm, and it was the only time in my career where I properly thought, You're struggling. I'm struggling here. I'm so. Bear in mind, Alan Irvin let you go when you were 18. How did you feel when he? when he came in because Simo got sacked in December didn't well yeah he? I mean oh, I've November. always got on with him but I did say to Kenner when he came in I mean I would I'd, I'd come back from injury I'd, I'd score a few goals I'd doing well you know and I just said to Kenner I went that's me and Kenner's like shut up you dick and I'm like no it is you know it is and it was and it proved it um, but he always sent he sent me a letter when I signed for Southampton when he was at Newcastle congratulating him and uh, and then he went to Chef Wednesday and I went to Blackpool and they got relegated and we got promoted and he sent me another letter from Chef Wednesday <laughs> yeah. congratulating me you know and, 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 you think? And, that's brilliant and, and, and I use that as a, a thing to when kids and all that about opinion football's about opinions mm. you know and, and just and you don't have to just be just be honest about it yeah. because that, that's all you can be you, you can't if you're a manager and you don't like a you know that doesn't mean he's not going to be good somewhere else yeah. you know these kids they get released from football fucking end up world and all yeah. that well that's one person's opinion go and prove it. there's nothing better than proving mm. someone wrong you know, be fair, and don't be fucking thing about it. Just go and do it, yeah. and then you know. And every I've done it twice in my life, and I've got two letters off him, and I appreciate him. You know, and if I see him today, I would shake his hand like I would when I was eight year old. You know, because I have a lot of respect for him. You know, he's done a lot, and and but it's just football. That's just the way football is. Do you think on the flip side, psychologically, the fact that you're saying that's me done could have actually affected your yeah, performance? Yes. Yeah. In in fact, in training. I was I probably in training and everything. I was giving the ball away and all that because at my head I was trying that bit. You know, I was desperate to, and, yeah. and instead of relaxing and being yeah. the player you can and all that, I was always tense and all that. And that's sort of being at Blackburn. Yeah, it's always in the back of your head that he's back released head. me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, it was always in my head that I've got this. You know, I've got something to prove and all that. And and and, and I was always totally when, when I left that last six months at Preston, I was totally different when I went to Blackpool. Totally different. I yeah. relaxed again. But to prove, you it's know, it's almost like Alan Irvine's been a catalyst and do it's been a catalyst, catalyst yeah. to, make, to go, make you go on and do better. We, you so know, it's been it's been a, it's been an inspiration in that way. You know, because he was always, I mean, he was always very very professional, wasn't he? Yeah, very. And that and stuff. And, and when I went to Oldham with, with John Sheridan, I mean, I got injured and all that, but I just I couldn't. He was so like, you know. I, John Sheridan, he, he won't turn up for team talk because he'd been out night before and so you know it's like so unprofessional compared to what Alan Alan Irving was so professional wasn't it and everything he did was so methodical and yeah. and stuff and then I went to Oldham and I mean I brought me like fracturing my foot anyway but I just I went enjoy it was just like this is like a fucking you know rag ass rovers for me yeah. it's like fucking it's 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 just low league mentality you know there's no professionalism or anything where Alan Irving was just so fucking professional wasn't it. Yeah. 
Uh, the two best managers I've ever had for me were Holloway and Strachan because they both did them, you know. And and every player will set different, you know. Some, you know, because you went obviously went went on to Blackpool then, and Ian Ian Holloway, yeah, and, and, and completely different. Well, Ian Holloway just for me, he picked me up at a time when I was thirty three, and I was fucking, oh, I could be in non league next year. You know, you're getting them thoughts in your mm. head. You're thirty three. You, your best years have gone and all that. And I had one of the best seasons of my life. You know, I finished second top goal scorer to Charlie. I didn't play that high. I played 30 odd games. I went playing every week. But, I, you know, we played at Wembley and all that. And, and this and it was it was a fucking fairy tale. That honestly, it was an absolute. Absolutely. It was ab- just another. Like, from where you're saying with Alan Irvine, you wanted to prove him wrong. To then go to Blackpool for your second spell, 33, two broken legs. You've gone to the. You've gone back to this club where you had so much success previously. And then again, it just like sets a light. Well, I was very wary of going back because I thought, because I'd had such a good time last time, you know. And they asked me, I remember doing an interview with me, and I went, if it goes half as well as it did last time, I'll be an happy man. Well, it went yeah. fucking twice as good. <laughs> you know, and I couldn't imagine You couldn't that. imagine it. I yeah, could not imagine it. it. I could not, honestly, in your wildest dreams. They said at the time, I was fucking Wembley, and I went, it's like landing up moon without a fucking rocket. That's how it feels, because <laughs> it just doesn't feel real. And then we got all that fucking big bonus we had taken off chairman. It was a fucking <laughs> get it. You know. Oh, lads had the calculators out because it went on game. Oh, fucking five million. 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 Drinking, I was drinking all that. There's a casino next door. So I remember me, Charlie, I'm Steve Crane, there's a few lads, Vaughn and that. Yeah. Keeps up, we don't fucking casino. Group, group here in training in morning. He became assistant goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're, 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 what is it? And, and we're at the casino and it gets to like four and five in the morning, it's going daylight. And I went back upstairs and I remember led the, about five in the morning till half seven till my youngest woke up and I took him down for breakfast. I couldn't sleep. I weren't drunk. I just could not fucking sleep. So you, you, like, even when you were 18, getting released, playing non-league, you work your way back up, and you've kind of done it again when you were... Yeah, I had to start again. Yeah, it, it was, it was, that was, that's how, exactly how it felt. It so was you, like, well, fucking hell, you've got to go again. Go again. So were you, 30, 33? Premier. Yeah, Premier. I got back in Premier League when I was 33, and I had a season there, and then we, we got relegated, and then I had another season where we got beat in playoff final. Uh, and then I was going to do a... Co- Holloway wanted me to go on coaching staff, and I was going to do it... Uh, but Chairman, I should like, well, Chairman, as long as Chairman don't take piss and, and that. And we're getting offered like 1,500 quid a week at Wrexham for two years and Chairman offered me 15 grand a year to be on start and I went, well, I might as well keep playing for two more fucking years because mm. that was the only league. I've scored in all seven leagues and the conference was the last league I haven't played in. Yeah. So I played there. Well, you're going to so tick it off, aren't so you? I, so I managed to score there and tick it off and I ended up going to Wembley twice with Wrexham. We won FA yeah. Trophy and we got beaten playoff final which we should have won I was, I was popping fucking anti and flams like they were smarties you know I was like Tim Man off Wizard of Oz we're getting that call by the time we finished training by the time we finished training I just warmed up you know by the time we were doing shooting it ended I was on fire never lost a thing because I finally got warm yeah and then it went back in corner and get up there after fucking hell and, and that was it and it took a lot out, it took more out of me than I ever thought it would we had a we had a couple of uh, tweets about a couple of people still waiting for the DPD Parcels. All oh, right, yeah. What, yeah. What's, what's that there? about? Well, I, my mate John Hills, who I played football with, um, at Blackpool first time, Hills, a good mate of mine. He um, he's do, he has a DPD franchise. He's got quite a few now. So, and I, I was doing a gym with Mrs. And um, we just 
in each other's faces. So I, I just went out helping him last year, and I've been doing it ever since. What? So you you work? You, I deliver part. Yeah, yeah. I do courier. Yeah. I don't have to do it all the time. I do it when I want, but it, it's, it's decent money and, and stuff. And but we do it quite. I've, I've told Brian before because um, quite a lot of there's quite a lot of Preston fans, and, and now and again they go, "Fucking hell, is it better?" I don't like. You know, as if to say, well, "What the fuck have you done? You spoke to your money in that one." <laughs> but but one of them, one of them, honestly, he cracked me up. He's, he's come to the door and he's a big Preston fan. He's gone, "Fucking hell, bro!" I went, "Yeah, yeah." He went, "Fucking hell!" He went, "I've been after your signature for two years, and now now you want mine." <laughs> To be fair, I just started laughing. I didn't know what I was I just started pissing myself. Like, I'm fine on that. That is just low maintenance. Oh. Is it, it is the most low maintenance lad I've ever met. Well, it, it's it, the thing is, it's like I said to you before, like retiring and all that. And I was pretty blase about it all. And uh, it's it's because you're used to being told what to do, where to go, and you need yeah. to be somewhere and all that. And, and then, and for six months, it's a novelty. When you don't have to call anyway, it's six months. But when it gets to two years and things like that, it starts to, you know, it, it's horrible. It, it's, you need, yeah. you know, and I've been one of them, I've always got up you in need summer. Summer. Yeah, and I needed summer. And we were doing the gym with Mrs. and a lot of it, we were being at home and we were, you know, we got to a point when you're in each other. I mean, I've been with my wife since we were 16 year old, you know, from school. And um, you know, and it, it's, we were we were just banging heads, and you know, getting fucking who's making bruise next? We'd turn into a big argument and stuff. So half of it was to do to get me out there. Uh, half of it because I was starting drinking a lot more. And, and during the week, I'd have a couple of cans watching telly while everyone's in bed. And then I get up in the morning, and I think, oh, I've drunk three or four cans, maybe twelve. And you go, well, fucking, hell, I've drunk twelve cans, you know. And 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 it, it is. It gets to a point where it it, it wasn't nice. So that was giving me a purpose, first yeah. of all. It gives you a purpose to get up in the morning, yeah. you know, and, and and that's what I need. I'm Like Brownie says, I'm not, I've never been one, you know, I, you can wear all the fucking nice watches, drive the cars and all that, I'd look a bag of shit, me anyway. <laughs> you know, put me in a bin, like, bin bag or a Normani suit, that's just been me, I've been like that since I was a kid, I can't help that, and I am who I am, but I, um, you know, I, I need to be doing something. I've done yeah. it all my life, and, and to stop doing it, like I said, six months, it, it's it's a novelty and it's like, ooh, and then it, it really starts to, yeah, yeah. you know. I've said this before, I think, speaking to you, as I, um, it's very much uh, the the routine. It is lifestyle. routine, it is routine. Yeah, it it's is the routine. routine and almost military lifestyle where you, you're told what to eat, you're told when to get up, you're told yeah. what to do, you're told when we're meeting, when we're going home, you can't drink, this is what you eat, whatever. But accompany that, that, it's fine. You know, yeah. if, if you yeah. it is, it is, isn't it? But yeah. accompany that on top of that with the buzz of, like you said, you can't sleep because you scored a goal. I know that yeah. that was an extreme example, but the buzz of scoring a goal. Once you've retired, I imagine where's that buzz coming from? Again? Well, it's not, yeah. and, and that's what. And, and, and like I said to Brownie before, I was very blasé about it because he's thinking, you know what? Yeah, a lot of shit, and it is because you've done that all your life, and your build up is always to that Saturday, isn't it? And it's always that build-up to that Saturday, and nerves when you walk out and you're playing in front of 20, 30, 40,000 fans and all that. And you can't, there's nothing in this planet that replicates that. You cannot replicate that when you don't do it anymore. And there's no better feeling than scoring a goal is doing with fans and if it's an important game or whatever. Scoring goals is the best feeling in the world. I don't care what anyone says. It is the buzz off it. I mean, I scored for the Sunday League team and I'm running off like that. I'll take my lads. Still get the same yeah, amount of... Well, do you do I'm, the front flip? No, fuck, I'll make fucking hell. I'll, get, <laughs> I'll land on my head there. <laughs> <laughs> but... I mean, 
you know, I've, I've trained my, my little lad. I help train his football team, and I take him training every now and again. I score a winner in a game. They're only, you know, they're only eleven, and I'm running off pitch with my hand up like, you know, she like, you know, they're all looking at me like, you just pathetic. You did. And it is. It's an absolute buzz, and, and and that's that's one of the reasons I've started playing again. I mean, I'm 42 now, and I'm playing with lads like who are 21, 22 on a Sunday morning when I just got in from Rio's at half four, and I was playing at half ten. But do you know what? At the moment, it's keeping me sane it, it, because it, it's just giving me that. When I've played and I have a shout and all that, I just sort of feel like that normality again that right. I haven't felt for quite a long time. And it is, it, it's it's a weird, unless you've played it, it's, I can't, I'll, I'll explain it to my mates. And sometimes when, you, when you're telling your friends and all that, I said to Brian, like, unless you've played it, it just sounds very selfish. Yeah. You know, because they don't, they've never lived in that environment and you just look at it as like, you fucking know, you play football, you look at, you know, I've done, you know. It's I'm programming a, though, it's yeah, programming. I've been, an, engin- I've been an engineer all my life, you look at, you know, what you're fucking, you've, what you're whinging about. And, and it's, it's not, unless you've been in that environment and think it, it's very hard to explain. And it does, I, even when I'm telling people who sometimes tell me, mate, and I'm thinking, fucking hell, you must think I'm all right. No, but you know, selfish. But then when you look, I don't think the PFA do enough, by the way. I don't think they do near enough. Well, for the people that drop out of the yeah. game. And I think there's so many, you know, there's so many marriages break up and there's so many, mm. and it's a massive common thing. It's, it's, the marriage breakup is massive, isn't it? I think, I think they are there to help, but I think you've got to go to them. I've, I've had one phone call since mm. that, and they said, if you need anything. But the whole yeah. thing about all this stuff is, is you need to, you yeah. need, and that's the hardest thing to yeah. do. Well, to, to be fair, I have, I have rung them. You know, I have rung them, and I, I have had, like I said, I weren't joking when I said that counselling and that and stuff. But it's, I don't know, it's, it's, it's very very hard to explain and it, and it's um, and, it, and like I said I was so blase about it it sort of just sneaked up on me if you will and, it, mm. and it's a point where you think well I've got to get myself sorted you know because it's you know you, you argue, I'm arguing with missus your kids are seeing that and it, it's not a nice thing to do and so it's just, just trying to get and, and, that, and the DPD as funny as it sounds just does give you a purpose it's like I'm doing it tomorrow so I know I have to get up tomorrow you yeah. know and I've got to be somewhere because someone needs me. We're not taking on, are they? What? Do you want to get his job? It's got his perks, you know. Um, but you know what? And, and, and the thing is, we're, we're at Liverpool, we're at Preston Depot now, and there's a lot of Blackpool and Preston fans. So, and they're like, you walk past them and they look, they, they fucking look at you like, oh, and they can't talk to you, and I'm like, all right, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Just yes, yeah. And it's like, right, dude. And they're like, yeah, 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 and so and it is. It's, it's, but it is. It's, um, it's, it's given me a purpose. Of yeah. There was another article flying around about um, somewhere. Yeah, my missus did that. Uh, that was my missus thing. That wasn't mine. <laughs> I like the way that it escalated though, because I ran into it. So. Oh, I went. Do you know what? I went and uh, I played with Knott's Forest Vets in Hong Kong, right? And it was in a fucking newspaper in Hong Kong. And all it were, I'd done a non-league, I was playing for Padium and I'd done a non-league thing, a little article. And he went, well, what you do? I said, well, my missus has bought, we bought into a Subway franchise and she's gone down qualified and all that and we're just looking for a building. It turns out we never got one because Subway, so that's a different story. But, but at the time we were looking for this building, she'd done, gone down to Oxford, had to, you know, had to do so many hours in Subway shops. So it was her thing, not mine. And it just went fucking viral. <laughs> <laughs> I read a Daily Mail article that you'd applied to be a manager at a somewhere, well, honestly, <laughs> somewhere honestly, in Blackburn. Just got, and you were going to be you have a, a laugh, sandwich and you got, artist. Subway, Subway, Subway. And it's like fucking McDonald's Big Mac. And you're like, what the fuck? It's like, Subway. It was one of them. And, and it, I'm in Hong Kong and like, and fucking paper. And he's like, man, man, oh, and it's my face. We fucking Subway cap on. <laughs> 
And I'm going, I've been retired three years. Who gives a shit about me? Like, what the fuck? Why is this news? In Hong Kong. Yeah, he was in Hong Kong. And I'm like, who the fuck gives a shit? Why has this gone viral? I was in every people. Are like, oh, you, you're gonna, you're working in Subway, and I'm like, no, I'm not working in Subway. My missus, is also, my missus bought the franchise. It's his fuck all to do with me. I won't be working in it. I won't be making sandwiches, and I definitely won't be sleeping up. It is not my thing. And I'm just, we're just bizarre. It's just one of the things I've got, and I'm like. Superb. And me lad, me on Slack, come on, Dad, I've seen this fucking picture of me or something like that. And he's sharing it, and I'm going, what are you doing? <laughs> I've given it to my mates, I'm like, don't send it anymore, delete it. <laughs> what had it been your uh, filling of choice? Oh, like a turkey salad, mate. I'm just, yeah. Uh, I used to go uh, big as, there used to be a hypermarket near us, and I'd get one of them big um, roast chickens with big French bread. <laughs> When she got home, like if she were annoying, and I would just sit there and I just can't. Lay pack, you know, like, yeah. Lay pack, is oh, quality in it. Toast. Lay pack is unbelievable. There's nothing better on toast than lay pack, is there? There is I nothing agree. better on toast than lay pack. And it'd be like you know, sh- Shaggy and Scooby Doo, not big sandwiches. And I just, I don't, honestly, it's like Scooby and Shaggy fucking like that. And I'd be like, oh, and I just take off. We know who Shaggy is. Yeah. And I take off best bits off. And be like, oh, barbecue chicken, you know, like them. Oh, Salivate! Fucking dogs like that. You know, you can have a bit like take up shitty bits off and up on the breast and fucking wing. And there you go. I mean, it's just sit there and just wow. <laughs> Somebody else tweeted said they saw you at a De- Depeche Mode. Yeah, gig. I'm, yeah, I went um, first time. I've, I've loved Depeche Mode all my life. They're one of them bands now. They've been going years, but the only like they'll do an album every god knows how long, yeah. and then they'll do a tour, won't they? So I managed to go off it first time and I absolutely loved it. Um, Did yeah, you ever get on the, any on the dressing room or? Uh, no, I mean it, it all. Hippity hop. I mean I'm I'm one of them, mate. I'm not. That, <laughs> I'm not that bothered. I'm I'm quite. I mean I'd have been a night if I wouldn't play football. I'd have been a nineties raver. I'd have been yeah. in a beef for fucking absolutely yeah. chucking shapes. I can just see you over know, there. Can book it out. Yeah, with, yeah. with fucking aluminum sticks, right? Paint, and that would have been me. I'm a nineties. I love dance music. I love. I'm a nineties raver. Old old tunes, and there's nothing better than old tunes. Going out on a, you're driving home and you put your tunes on. You know you're meeting your mates. Going out, there is no better feeling than well. <laughs> so I'd have been a nineties raver, but I, I do like me. You know, I like New Order and uh, Depeche Mode. I like Oasis. You know, the James, anything like that. I love yeah. all that kind of music. I'm not. Never been a, a, into rapping that much and stuff. We had another question. Um, what was your favourite coloured Power Ranger? Um, fucking, I wasn't a massive Power Ranger fan. I remember that pink one. She was fit, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time ago, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go pink, but I'm not a massive Power Ranger fan. I, I'm a bit. Who's the flashiest player you've ever? Oh, flashiest! Oh, I don't know. There's been some. Some lads can just wear gear, can't they? And, and look, you know, some lads can wear bin liners and look good. I'm not one of them. So <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think Beats quite liked his all his bling and stuff. Um, Ledge were a bit like, you know, Ledge just like looked like he'd been a shaved monkey and been pushed through Top Man, hadn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had but, to go, didn't he? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I'd, I'd say one of them, but it's not something I ever got myself involved with. If I'm totally honest. Most arrogant? Um, oh, most arrogant. Now that's a tough one because million dollar this one. I actually, you know what? I, I, I've always been fortunate enough that I've, the clubs I've played in, I don't think there's many people I've not got on with. 
I mean, opposition, but I mean, teammates who, who I really didn't like that much, you know. Even the ones I didn't really get on with that much, it's not that I didn't like yeah, them. You it's just, you, you know, it's like you talk with other people and all that. So I, I, that's a tough one, that. I'd have it's to, just because, I mean, we've had a lot of Brownie was, you know, a lot of people have said no, he, I've, I've he wanted that, I've, a bit arrogant. No, me, when, me, when, I mean, me and Sedgy clocked him early doors. We felt sorry for him a oh, bit. To <laughs> That's what I was fishing for. Oh. You know, some people just need a cuddle. Exactly. <laughs> Looks convincing. You know, yeah, you know, they can look all finger, but really deep down, they just need a cuddle. And I think me and, I mean, said you said same, I think. You know, we, we looked at Brandy and thought, come here, lad, you need a good dog. You know, you want to. That's all I needed. Yeah, yeah. Um, what just, about the, who put the training kit in the swimming pool? Oh, Newly. Oh, Newly, fucking hell. See, Newley was at Blackburn when I was a kid. Who's this? Mike Newell. Newell. Oh, mad as a... Mad, oh, honestly. And he was like... He was a senior pro. But Martin brought him in and he was one of the senior pros and he was asking... He was fucking mad. I mean, he, he once... Once played Barnet away. Tony Cotty just took over at Barnet. And me and Ilsie are rooming together. So we goes down. We, we were last off, last off coach. Goes to get Keen. No, sorry. Someone's already got it. What? So he goes up to a room. What room is it? Newley's coming out. Oh, yeah, sorry, lads. Got wrong room. Give us the keys. So he goes in, what's he done? Nothing, nothing. So, right, you're down at whatever uh, for dinner. So he lies on bed, both lie on bed watching telly. Separate bed, I fucking went there, like, when I'm talking away, I'm just thinking, my ass feels wet. And he fucking got buckets of water, he pulled everything, pissed through wet beds, wet, uh, wet through, and then made her beds again. <laughs> By the time I got up, my back's piss wet through, my ass is piss wet through. So Willsie's gone, right, the cunt. So he's filled this fucking bin half full of water, half it on his door, knocked up the door, he's opened the door. Uh, <laughs> so that was it, he ran us all night then. Fucking, so what, two in the morning, knocks up the door, fucking just answered the door, he answered the door, he's fucking drenched me in water. Like, we got beat 7 0. <laughs> We got P7-0 Was he a player then? Yeah. He was still playing. Fucking man. I think he was one of them. And we went to St. Kitts, right? And um, pre season tour. And it was like St. Kitts, it's fucking hot as well. And, and, and everyone's balcony is like, you know, you could come out your room and, and where your balcony were, there were like a roof there. So you could stand on the roof and walk right to the end of everyone's balcony. And first night, kit man on the right, so like we trained, so you couldn't wash your kit, so people had like washed it in fucking pool and put it in shower or whatever, and hung your fucking kit on balcony to dry. So we get up in the morning, there's no kit. No one's got a kit, it's all at the bottom of a fucking swimming pool. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> so kit. Gone along. So we've all gone down for breakfast and all that, and there's only newly sat there in his kit. <laughs> <laughs> and my mum's gone. What the fuck are you doing? He's going, why? Why do you think it's me? Why is everyone always fucking blaming me? You know, like proper. To a point where you're going, yeah, I think he's telling the truth. He's only one with a fucking tin. And he was one of them that, you know, when you went out on the night, you go, right, drink this, and you go, right, in a minute, no, no, fucking drink it. You'd have to drink it you know, in front of him. And you're like, I'm not leaving till you drink it. Well, fucking hell, I'm going to die here. You know, just mad. I'm great, funny as. But when he became a manager, he was the last person I ever thought, and he was quite a successful manager, but he was the last person I ever thought would make a manager because he was just nuts. Yeah. But he honestly, he was just, why, why is it always me? Why is it always me? And he's like, just stopped down his kit, but he was fucking talking to you like, you know, wasn't me. I fucking tell you no, it wasn't me. Like, All right, mate, it wasn't you, but why have you got your kit and no one else has? You know, <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, Brett, cheers. Brilliant, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you, chats. I've had a good night. Appreciate your honesty and superb. Watson all. 
I'll ring your Monday about your unpaid tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheers, mate. About that. Fucking hell, cut that bit out, will you? <laughs> I mean, you're only about 11 quid, but, you know, I'll have <laughs> That would be 1996, you know, they put interest on them, it'd be horrible, <laughs> them fuckers. <laughs> there is Brett Armrod, thank you once again for listening, it's very much appreciated. If you can leave us a review on iTunes, as always, yeah, that'd be good. Get us up that chart. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Next video we're doing, PSVV Fire Nord, 2nd of December, Amsterdam. Get yourself booked on and come along. The link is on the Twitter page and the Facebook, straight to one fans, and you can book and come on the trip for the 2nd of December. Get yourself wrapped up. A nice evening in Amsterdam. Uh, live shows, Preston, Doncaster, Barnsley, all confirmed. 6th of December, Barnsley. We're just waiting for an exact date on Preston and Doncaster. It's looking at the, like, the end of November and then Sunderland early next year. And I think that's it. Other than to say thanks once again for listening. Tell your mates. And we'll see you next time. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow-up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.